Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series as all of our knowledge of the wizarding world. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Robin. And I'm Diana. We were really excited to go chapter by chapter and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the original book series, but that's over now. And today we're discussing scenes 1 through 16 of Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Try to try to get in the mic, not on you. <laughs> um, first, we have some announcements and reminders. We want, or this is an interactive podcast, and we want to know your thoughts. So please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag Wizard Team on Twitter to join the conversation. Love our blog. Love Wizard Team. Have a few extra galleons lying around. Support Black Girls Create. Check out our new Patronus perks or send us a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org/support. And we have Black Girls Create merch, so head over to our website and set up your nerd fashion and stationery game. And if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, or even if you do, um, rate and review us on iTunes. Also, subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah, with nerd news and links to what's been going on. If you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. You can do that at blackgirlscreate.org. Just realized he and now for Wizard Team News. On May 2nd, we will be hosting a Harry Potter trivia night. Robin, that's me, I'm Robin, <laughs> and Kay Alexandra uh, will be your host. So we will be hosting um, this trivia on Twitter, and you can probably watch this on YouTube as well. We'll send out a link as we get closer. Um, but... You can find the form to register your team, a team of no more than five. Um, uh, register your team, at, and it's our pinned tweet on our Twitter page at We Black and Nerds. And we are excited to see some of the names already are really great. Yeah. As in, there is one. I'm gonna shout out to you guys early because the name is so good. Um, Half Blood, the artist formerly known as Prince. Oh my gosh! <gasps> I love that. Isn't that so good? That's I'm stealing it for the next. <laughs> Time I, time you're on if I'm ever on a trivia team ever again, <laughs> if I can go outside. It's really good. It's so good. Oh, my God. I love to see it. We love nerds. We love it. Um, so if you want to, you know, test your Harry Potter trivia knowledge, um, use that form that's pinned on our uh, Twitter handle and sign up. Yep. Uh, magical birthdays. So this past Tuesday, yesterday, was Tacy's birthday. So shout out to Tacy. Um, and then this Friday is Connie and Rebecca's birthdays. So hey! Shout out to them. Pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Happy birthday. Um, all right. I I think it is time for our tangent. tangent. So this time, because as we were getting ready to start, Brianna was watching something, and I was watching something, and we were both like, oh, we have to stop we watching to things. Pause. Pause oh things that we actually are enjoying. <laughs> to do this. To do this. And so, for the tangent, I thought that we would talk about non-prestige, prestige TV. Mm. And what that means is, TV that is, like, geared to, and supposed to be, like, mainstream, not reality shows, even though you could probably argue that Love Island is prestige TV. <laughs> because it takes the trashy art form of reality TV to a whole nother level. Um, but just shows that are like supposed to be, you know, like fluffy and for like the mass majority of people, mm -hmm. but like still like are 
objectively really good and tell really good stories. And, like, the stories that they're telling are not, like, life-changing or game-changing, but they tell them in a really good way. Mm-hmm. So I thought of this tangent because I'm currently revisiting the majesty, the majesty mm-hmm. of Greek. Um, so this was a show on, it was, like, ABC Family, but now it's Freeform, yeah. and you can find it on Hulu. Um, and it just follows the Greek system at this made-up college in Ohio. And these two siblings and the older sister is, like, a little less popular. And she lies to everyone for the first two years. I think she's a sophomore, but also she should be a junior. Like, the way in which they talk about where they are is very vague and, <laughs> and confusing. Because um, they have, like, all of this history, but, like, that would have only been a year before. Right. So you're like, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. And you're like, How would y'all do? Right. <laughs> and then, like, they're already, like... If they're sophomores, they're sophomores and presidents of their sorority fraternities. And, like, that is strange to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, um, it's about this, yeah, the this, this sister is, like, big into the Greek system. She's mispopular. She doesn't tell anyone of her friends that she has a brother. And then her brother, become, like, starts to go to school there. And he's a nerd, and he is an engineering student, but he wants to join a fraternity and, like, change his life and, like, have a social life for the first time and mm-hmm. stuff. And he's also just a adorable in the first season like so nerdy they call him spitter because the first time he took a tequila shot he spit it in a girl's face and then he does it a couple times more and it's like hilarious and that becomes his nickname and um there's a love triangle um and there is a best friend who's gay but he's closeted but he's falling in love with another guy from a different fraternity but like both of them are kind of closeted because of fraternities and toxic masculinity and like He's black and gay, and it's not, like, a big thing. And there's an episode in which his dad comes, and his dad is, like, his dad had made the ultimatum that he joins the fraternity, and if he joins the fraternity, he'll pay for college. And they set this whole thing up, and you start to think, like, oh, his dad probably thinks if he joins the fraternity, he'll, like, be cured of the gay. Mm -hmm. And the dad is like, I don't care that you're gay, and you should tell your brothers because, like, they'll support you, but I just wanted you to join the fraternity because, like, I had the best time of my life, and I had, like, and I want you to be happy. And you're like, oh, my God. It's so good. And, like, it's, they don't, like, I don't know. It was on in, like, the I mean, I definitely, mid I remember when to late it was on. 2000s, and I, like, 2009, yeah. 10. I saw, like, a couple episodes because I think, I feel like, and I'm not 100%, but I feel like my brother watched it, or at least was, mm-hmm. like, for, a, I don't know if he watched the whole thing, but at least for a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. was watching it. And so I've seen yeah. some episodes, but not enough to, like, really, like, if, if someone said, oh, Greek, like the show, I'd know what you're talking about, but, like, nothing yeah. past that. I'm just, like, going back there. I'm only on, like, episode six of the first season, but it's just, it's one of those things where it's, like, it's funny, but also, like, the dynamics that they have are really interesting and not, and there are some cliche things, and, like, the problems are hilarious. Like, there's a intramural sports, and the one girl, the president of the sorority thinks that the girl is, like, her loyalties are tested. <laughs> You're like, it's, field, it's floor hockey. It's not even field hockey, it's floor <laughs> hockey. Um, and so, like, some of the, like, like, situations are really dumb, mm-hmm. but they, like, I don't know, it's done really well, and I've been really enjoying it. And that is my non-prestige prestige TV, because I really think that it is what it is. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a YA teen-ish show about the Greek system, mm-hmm. but it's really well-performed, really well-written, and really well-acted. And I love it. Nice. Yeah. What are you watching? Um, so I just finally, I, well, I mean, I guess it didn't take me that long, but, like, 
binging is not really my thing because I haven't been watching television. <laughs> um, and like literally everybody I talk to, like, I feel like I was talking to my sister, and then my dad. Everyone, he's like, okay, but have you been watching this? And I'm like, no, nope. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it's funny because it's like all like most of the stuff that my dad likes is stuff that I would like, especially mm-hmm. if it comes to like sci-fi fantasy shows and stuff. Like, yeah. Where I'm mostly into those things because he is. So he'd be like, you didn't watch, you haven't finished The Mandalorian? And I'm like, you're right, I'm tripping. But no, <laughs> I haven't yet. Um, but I did finish, I just finished, like last night, I finished watching Avatar, Last Airbender. Um, which is like prestige. Is, Everyone recognizes as prestige TV, but it's also like a show on Nickelodeon. Yes, it's a Nickelodeon <laughs> show. And like, y'all already know where I've been since February. Like, this is not, this is my, this is my, I finally like, broke down and watched the show <laughs> after <laughs> exhausting all of the fix, um, I finally was like, okay, I'm going to just watch it. And um, it started off because we were like showing it to Aminata. And then she and passed then I was like, by. you know what? I'm going to just watch it now because I'm She's here. like, y'all go with two feet. Y'all, y'all not. You're not taking it seriously. No. <laughs> so, I, so I ended up just watching it on my own. But while doing that, I've been watching The Office um, much slower. Cause, I mean, it's more episodes and... Yeah, and then I just started watching Naruto today, so I'm very excited about that. We love Naruto. Yeah. I think it's really funny, too, because I was talking to my brother, and he's like, oh, you know, HBO is making all these things available, which I think is really funny, because we, he has HBO, he pays yeah. for it, and I use his HBO, but he was like, you can watch, like, all of The Wire, which is, like, this however long argument we've been having about, like, me not watching The Wire. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never watched Westworld. I haven't watched, um... I need to watch Westworld, but I'm I know. waiting for, I'm waiting for the season to be off, so I but can just watch it. But I also haven't watched, um, what's the superhero one? Shoot. The Watchmen. Oh, um, I, I haven't watched, like, a lot of these things, and I was like, yeah, but also the world is really rough right now, and I just don't have the capacity for high drama. Yeah. <laughs> um, because... Yeah, that's like my... I'm my, a highly my, empathetic person, and even fictional stories... <laughs> That's yeah. my mood. But um yeah, it's funny, like I'm definitely in the mood right now, I feel like, for rewatching shows and not so much watching shows I Yeah. Like I like watching shows that are on live or watching shows I haven't watched before. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I'm just like I wanna it, I want it to be comforting and I already know like even like the, the I'm like at the beginning of Naruto and the arc that I'm watching right now and I was just telling Robin, I was like, I know it like the back of my head, like of all of Naruto. Especially in the beginning, it's, it's the beginning because, you know, you show people the episodes or then you went back and you decided you were going to do a rewatch but then you didn't finish it. Like, there are all these things. So, like, I know it by the, like, by the back of my hand and I'm yeah, just like, here, you are again. here I am because it's, it's comforting and I'm like, I already know what's going to happen. Right. And it's epic and there's some certain parts that still give me feels and I'm like, this is cool. But if I have to, like, sit up and be stressed about a show right now, I just yeah, our, I don't feel like it. Um, <laughs> my cousin, my honest sister and mom are currently watching Little Fires Everywhere. Yeah. And I can hear them while I they're watching, watching it. The first, I watched the first episode with them, and then they were like, oh, we're going to keep watching. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go finish Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, I can like I, hear them. The, they do laugh, but then there's also like, <gasps> and oh my God, and like all this stuff. And I'm like, I just don't, I'm not there right now. Yeah. Like, I am definitely in Greek. And even the books, like I read two books in three days, and they were like rom-coms. Yeah. And, like, I just got another one, and I'm, like, hope... And I've said this before. Like, I said, I read fluffy things hoping that I will get to, like, more meaty stuff. Like, I really want to read um, N.K. Jemisin's Broken Earth Trilogy. Mm-hmm. And I've been reading fluffiness, trying to get myself in the habit or, like, just get like myself reading, yeah. of reading. 
um, so that I can start reading that. But now I'm like, yeah, I'm just like, I'm in a Jane Austen hole, which yeah. led to like fluffy rom-com romances. Um, and I'm okay with that. It's fine. Yeah. Do I mean, what you gotta do, man. Yeah, I definitely... Assume, and we're also like, reading Crimes of Grindelwald, so I need something. Yikes, yeah. I'm like... <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I definitely have been noticing, like, lately in my choosing of things to watch. Because I haven't really been watching... This is more like me getting back into watching TV, because I hadn't really been watching a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, in that, my choices have mostly just been, like, rewatches or, like... Yeah, just, like, low-stakes stuff and like occasionally at some point i don't know i feel like i'll probably after i'm done with the office i'll probably just go rewatch bake off like i just I'm like nadia's getting just, a show i'm very no, I'm super show, excited for that so i'm probably gonna watch nadia's show which isn't a rewatch but you know what you're getting it's wholesome it's like no stakes you're just gonna it's learn about home cooking and, yeah. and family yeah and then mess and then like the finale for housewives of atlanta is today which oh. i guess a couple days like when this comes out it'll have already passed but then real housewives of potomac comes on and like a week or something like that so my messy television is set um and you know oh and i think there might still be a reunion for atlanta yeah they're gonna do it like, like a, a digital, digital one yeah so like yeah i feel like right now my bases are all covered <laughs> and this is good at some point i will watch all those shows that like technically i should be watching all those things that the emmy committees or the academy i mean i don't or... really care about that more just like no i know but i'm just saying the, like those that the conversation pieces and cultural moment shows that are like like, for some reason have been dramas and only dramas for the past couple of years i think that's also the other thing is like i mean dramas were never really my bag it's mostly been like um it's mostly been like like you know like shield the last season of shield is about to drop so i'll probably watch that'll probably be the first show i watch that's not like I mean, I guess, like, How to Get Away with Murder, there's only, like, a few more episodes left, so I should probably just watch it. <laughs> you know? Like, I, so, I just, I'm, I mean, more ones that are, like, dramas have never really been my jam. Yeah. Like, if it's gonna be super dramatic and, like, hella tense and, like, stressful and, like, all that, it, I would rather it not be in the real world. That's just how I am in general, um, even when, like, reading books. So, like... Not that I don't watch ones that are, but, like, it's very, it's, like, few and far between, because I'm usually just, like, I... Yeah. I I mean, no, that's true. I think the last show that I, like, like, dramatic show that I really went in for was Killjoys, and that wasn't Mm -hmm. even crazy. It was Space Cowboys, man. Right. And I'm about to watch The Vagrant Queen at some point, because I love me a Space Cowboy. I do watch that at some point, yeah. You know, because here it comes, Millennium, and everybody's talking about Jerusalem. You know what I mean? Take a ride. Take a space ride. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, All right. But yeah. So that's that's just what we've been talking about. But previously on Wizard Team, we finished Fantastic Beast, and, and then like, we were like, we should continue to harm ourselves. So here we are. Yeah. Um. They. They found out who Grindelwald. They found out Grind- that Grace Grind- was Grindelwald. Mm-hmm. Um, and Grindelwald was captured. Um, Jacob had to have his memory wiped because he's a nomad and they're not allowed to know things about magic. Um, but, but he did get his bakery. Mm-hmm. Um, Newt and Tina have a date set for an undisclosed time in the future. Um, <laughs> and whenever the Wizarding Publishing 
you know, <laughs> calendar, calendar. <laughs> like yeah, deems it appropriate, appropriate. and like deems it time. Um, apparently that is also run by the Ministry of Magic, which is How? wild. But why? Um, okay. I feel like... The, um, uh, Frank, the Thunderbird, Nehud, everyone oh, yes. into a blip. Blip, to an obliviative state. state. Yes. Um, and then he left. And then he left. And the new... Oh, Tina got her, like, investigative job back. Yeah, yeah she's no new, longer a no ho vouched for her, even though, like... He got kicked out of the country, basically. Like, why... But his word is means... he able to vouch for her? We don't know, but he was. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. This book, we are going to learn, I think, the, uh answer to Grindelwald's question about whether we will die just a little. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. But we'll learn it by... <laughs> by a by million... <laughs> a billion small cuts. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, um... A word okay. from our yeah, before we start, let's have a word from our sponsors. A word about our sponsors from us. One day. <laughs> Because I think the forward, the forward for sure, but oh, the, the, the the summary too. Because I don't think we did that. Okay. Or I think we did it last time too. Okay. It's not as like declarative, I think, in the way that like the other one was, where they were like J.K. Rowling is <laughs> an auteur, and you're just like I don't give a fuck. Anyway, um, so it says the powerful dark wizard Gellert Grindelwald has been captured in New York with the help of Newt Scamander. But making good on his threat, Grindelwald escapes custody and sets about gathering followers, most unsuspecting of his true agenda, to raise up pure blood wizards to rule over all non magical beings. Unsuspecting of that? Why, like, why would they be though? Like, isn't that like his like on the fly? It's his mo. Like, that's his thing. Isn't that? It's so interesting. But they do. But I like from what I can remember of what like honestly, none of this makes any sense. But from what I remember from that one time we tried to watch it, like a lot of them didn't really know what they were getting into, which seems weird. Given that, like, with Voldemort, like, it was very clear that these folks were bigots, and that's why they were here, and then in this case, they're just, well, I don't know, just... He talks pretty, and he looks like Johnny Depp. into the... But not Chocolat Donny, Johnny Depp, a whole different Johnny Depp. <laughs> Y'all, Johnny Depp used to be fine. Like, fine, fine. Like, objectively, even if you didn't go up for him, like, pretty... Like, you know, I was never, like, super into Johnny Depp because he was pretty, and I don't really like pretty like that. Like, I need you to have something, you know, something with some character, you know what I mean? Like a big nose or chin. I love a chin. We know. <laughs> but, yeah, what racism and drugs will get you, you know? <laughs> um, if it was Chocolat Johnny Depp, I could understand people following him and being like, I don't really know why we're here, but he talking and he look good. You know what I mean? I can understand. Sure. Sure. You know, like, charisma. But mm-hmm. is he charismatic? They, I, I don't know. I, like, I honestly Ooh. couldn't say because we, I was still trying to figure out what the fuck was going on with the plot. So, <laughs> um, There's that. In an effort to thwart Grindelwald's plans, Albus Dumbledore enlists Newt, his former Hogwarts student, who agrees to help once again, unaware of the dangers that lie ahead. But you should be aware because you already faced anyway. He's already an international, like, escaped convict. Like, the but whole also, world like, was searching also, for him. But also, Newt already faced him. So he True. should have some Thumbs idea up. of 
the dangers. Um, lines are drawn as love and loyalty are tested, even among the truest friends and family in an increasingly divided wizarding world. The truest friends and family? Yep. Okay. Um, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, is the second screenplay in a five-film series to be written by J.K. Rowling, author of Internationally, that blah, blah, blah. A few months after the events of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and moving from New York to London, Paris, and even back to Hogwarts, this story of mystery and magic reveals an extraordinary new chapter in the wizarding world. Ooh. Um, okay. it, it reveals something. I'm depravity. so unclear. Okay, maybe that's what it is. I wasn't. The depth of the depravity of capitalism. Yeah. This is literally a horror story about what capitalism brings. Um... <laughs> DJ said, oh, God, I forgot that they're planning to do five. I My know. hope is is that three fantastic three beasts. Um, fantastic beasts. Part trois. Fantastic beasts. You have to whisper it because it's not really there. <laughs> like, if you look at the font of this. Oh, my God, Like, yes. literally, like, the font on the cover. Fantastic beasts is in 11-point font. <laughs> <laughs> it is literally. Like, it is. The crimes of Grindelwald. No. Fantastic Beasts. The crimes of Grindelwald. <laughs> <laughs> they want to let you know exactly where their priorities are. Oh, okay. man. Uh, I have to come up with a, what is, what is Fast and Furious 3 called? It's Tokyo Drift. Oop, there we go. Oh, so no, when, are they going to, no, they're not going to Japan. No, I think they're, they're going to Brazil. Brazil. So when we get to Fantastic Beasts, Brazilian Drift, mm-hmm. Rio Drift. Rio Drift. Uh, that's what we're going to call it. That's what it's called from now on. That's it. That's the name. Uh, <laughs> Thanks so much. When we get to Rio Drift, uh, I, that my hope is that it will it will flop worse than this one did, and then they'll just scrap the whole thing. Right. Maybe they'll have to do like a really rushed conclusion. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I don't anyway. know. So I don't, and I still, I think that this still made money, but I don't know if it. It, it's like goals, probably not. Because um, but I think it did get back its budget. Yeah, which is you know a reason of it, it would not make a studio scrap it because it at least made right. its budget back and it didn't lose any money. I hope it did, but whatever. Um, so forward, I've worked with many writers, but none quite as special as Joe. She knows her characters and her universe inside out. She's one of the most dynamic thinkers I've ever met and for someone who has enjoyed so much success, is incredibly grounded. So, this is written by David Yates. I don't know that we said that before. <laughs> just to True. give you some context. On. True. The messenger matters as much as the message. Yeah. I will say this. If you were talking about the original seven, I would be like, yeah. But in the first, in the what we're about to read, it's already, the characters yeah. are all messed up. The universe, there's no rules no, no, no. to this magic. It is literally, it should just say, beautiful gowns. That's what it should say. And then Grindelwald took out his wand and beautiful gowns. Like, that is, there's no logic to the magic. No, there's no substance. logic to the actions that the characters take. There's no substance. And so the fact that she, they believe she knows her characters and her universe inside and out. And, or that she's a dynamic thinker, because... As we talked about in the lead, in the previous screenplay, this is Walmart Harry Potter. Like it's a you know like Newt is basically Harry Potter esque. Mm-hmm. There's you know a dark wizard whose goal is to like defeat the Statue of Secrecy 
and take it to take, take, over, the, the muggles, take over the muggles, which is story. it's the same story. This is not in any way like we could have had an Indiana Jones with Fantastic Freaking Beast, and that would be dynamic and it would be working in a universe but doing a completely different thing. That is not at all what this is. Nope. Um, back to David Yates. David Yates says, I first read Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald in the spring of 2016, a full year and two months before we began shooting the film. The script felt layered, emotional, and the most precious of things itself. Which, Which script? Because I want that one. Because the one that they print out here? No, I think by layered he means there was a whole lot going on and they layered a lot of stuff on. Whether and emotional is sense. like emotional distress because I mm-hmm. was distraught. That's what I am. <laughs> okay. He was emotional because he saw that check coming. That's true. Capitalism. Um, for a filmmaker, it offered many gifts and a huge sand pit in which to play. A sand pit, a huge sand pit because nothing makes sense. There's no rules. But it's also funny because he didn't really play in them. Like he didn't really do nothing. He didn't mm. add nothing to it. A lot of flashes and bangs. Whether the thrill of recreating Paris in the late 1920s, wrangling a new collection of wonderful beasts, I'm counting the beasts, by the way. Okay. Um, of the new ones. Of the new, ones. the new ones. Um, or exploring an emotional, multi-stranded layer, or story with compelling characters and themes. Each day of prep and production was always exciting as well as fun. Again, he was getting that check. That check. What theme? What's the theme? Um... You know, I don't know. We're gonna have to read it and find out. Cause I like, I, I don't. I feel like we've talked about how we we watched Crimes of Grindelwald and had no idea what was happening. So I really can't. immediately had no idea what was yeah. happening no, too. And I read and I read the first part and was like, oh no, this makes it about the same amount of sense reading it as it did watching, watching it. it. Maybe even less. Yeah. Um, Above all, however, it was the characters that captured and beguiled me on the fir- on that first read. That are timeless, enchanting, and intriguing. That's what I want to know. I don't know, and like I will say, we we are only reading like it's 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 the first like sixteen scenes, but it's really only one scene. Yeah, like it's it's, it's like, scenes in terms of like they have to set up new shots and um, mm-hmm. but it's one bit of action. So I'm not gonna say. I mean, I am gonna say because I saw the movie. Unfortunately, I'm. But in what we're about to read, you can't be like, oh, I guess the char- like the characters are obviously not timeless and enchanting. They're not. But you wouldn't actually get that from what we're about to read. Um, all of them being tested to their core, navigating a world that is becoming ever more complex and dangerous. A world that, however heightened and magical, in some ways echoes our own across time. Because... It's all they could talk about. Like They don't want to tell no new stories. But also it and echoes like, our own because she's stealing from the story of World War II and putting magic in. Yeah. It echoes because it's, it's literally an allegory of, it rehashes exactly what World War II in Europe was Which is with also magic. what Harry Potter is. So it's also just like, yeah. who, like I, we did this. We could just... At least Harry Potter was interesting. Yeah. You know? Had cool magic and whimsy. It had whimsy. And I mean, but it also, it did, like, you, when you were reading Harry Potter, you're like, this is definitely an allegory to Nazism. Like, I get it. But it was not shot for shot Nazism, which is what this feels like. Yeah. Like, they're in, they're in New York, which New York is completely separate from what's going on and isolated from what's going on in Europe. And then they go to Europe, they go to Paris first, 
which will fall. Oh my God, when did that happen? How did that happen? Then they're going go to go back and forth between London and Scotland. <sighs> Whatever, girl. All right, so. I'm going to run out of beer. Scene one. <laughs> so we're in New York at the American Ministry of Magic. Which is also in the title card. Which I which is funny. And because so so we know we know Makuza, right? The magical they just Congress spent a, spent of the a whole United bunch States. of time telling us about it. Um and this is instead now it's just the American Ministry of Magic. And that's in the title card when you open up on the movie, it says that instead of Makusa or Magical Congress of the United States. Um but so yeah. Um, but also, you could have, when the title card could have said Makuza. Right, and we would know. And, yes, American Ministry of Magic, in, like, the strictest terms of, like, you could say that British Parliament is the American Congress. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the seat of government. Sure, yeah. It's the American version of their seat of government. Yes. But you have a name. And also, a Ministry of Magic is different than a Congress. Like... <laughs> Like, a parliament is different than a congress. Mm-hmm. Or a president is different than a prime minister. Right. So they didn't have, like, a person to be, to, like, make sense of the consistency and, like, to pay attention. But then, what's really great, so is that it we're says, an aerial shot of New York in the Makuza building, and then I'm scene like, so two what is, is the, the Makuza basement. So literally, like, I wrote the same I thing wrote, I wrote. I wrote, what? what is the truth? Is it American Mystery Magic? Or, or is it Makuza? Because why and are we using... They're not interchangeable. Like, are they, if they, they are be. interchangeable, just pick one. And at this point, you've been using Makuza for an entire movie, so you might as well just... I have a shirt when I was young and stupid, and before the first movie came out, I went to the EW Pop Fest, and Eddie Redmayne was there, and the lady that played Tina, and they had a panel. And I was super excited, and he had his wand out and whatever, and he was talking about it, and I was like, this is dumb, but I'm excited because he is someone that I like, and I think he would be great in a whimsical, magical world. Right. And I then, like a dummy, at that same event, Bought a shirt that said the Magical Congress of the United States. Hate to see it. I still have that shirt. And I still wear that shirt because I bought it and I paid for it. <laughs> but I only wear it in the house now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like you can... But I mean, I was only wearing it in the house even when I could go outside. <laughs> but, like, you made merch. Like... Yeah. It's, like, who was their branding manager and why didn't they say, hey, yo, yo, yo. We can't, we can't do this. Pick one. Like, we've already, they already picked one. Right. Well, they already, yeah, stick with what you picked. Yeah. Though, you can't, like, all of a sudden, the in Star Trek, it's not, it's no longer the Federation, it's the universal planets or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you've had, no, no. Um, and they keep going back and forth, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um. So, long-haired, Bearded Grindelwald sits motionless, magically fixed to a chair. The air shimmers, charged with spells. Abernathy peers in at Grindelwald from the corridor. I don't... Was Abernathy in the last one? I don't think so. I think he's just a new person now. But either way, it don't matter. I, I, I'm not going to say he was not in the first one, but he was not, like, maybe, named... Maybe was he, like, the one that Queenie had, like, been like, oh, don't you... Did you know... Or, like, she knew he was sleeping around with somebody? Or maybe that... I don't know. Maybe it wasn't Abernathy. Maybe it was somebody else. Yeah. I don't know. I guess, I don't know. Um, a baby chupacabra, part lizard, part 
homunculus, a blood-sucking creature of the Americas, is chained to Grindelwald's chair. But why? Like, is it, like... It's not for, it's not like attacking Grindelwald. It's not meant to be like, you know, a lion pit or some shit. It's just a baby chupacabra who is, I think, it his pet? Yeah. That we never saw Antonio. in the first. Antonio, yeah. That we never saw in the first Because he movie. needs, Grindelwald needs Nagini. But like. Uh, you cannot be an evil villain and not have a the, sinister pet. Where did he get the pet is the question. Did he get it in between getting arrested? Where did the pet come from is my question. It's not whether, where he needs it. We didn't have no chupacabra resting on Graves' shoulder or some shit. When they arrested Grindelwald after Revelio, it wasn't no chupacabra up in his like pocket. So where does the chupacabra come from? Is my question. And why? The thing is that it's set up to think that like the chupacabra is Abernathy's. It's a part of the like torture slash. Is that what is that how it's security set up in the movie? to keep Grindelwald and he's the chupacabra a baby chupacabra which is like that's not scary um he's chained to grindelwald's chair yes and they are like a dangerous creature i was thinking they were also locking up the baby chupacabra that's like oh we locked up his pet as well (laughs) oh my god either way it's dumb because why like i don't understand anyway scene three um we're in the corridor between cells president seraphina pickery and rudolph spillman walk at a pace toward the ominous looking door um, Spillman, who is Germanic, um, is like, you'll be glad to be rid of him, I expect. And Bickery's like, we'd be more than happy to keep him here in custody. But, like, y'all was gonna kill Newton Tina for much less. And y'all had him for six months. And y'all, y'all just kept him in the thing. Oh, he's so dangerous. But what I, about your little murder demon pit? Like, what the right. hell? Like, I mean, the other thing, too, is, like, it's, it's, I think it's set up like this is an international thing, whereas, like, sure, the issues between Newt and Tina and the and Makuza were like very much like you've been messing up in New York, but like Grindelwald is an international to me because criminal. Newt, but Newt is also not American, so that's why True it doesn't story. track. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, Latte's okay. Latte, Latte sees it. So Abernathy was in the last one. He is the one who like was about to stop Queenie with the case, and then she was like, "Does Sarah know you're sneaking around with Juniper?" Or I don't know their names, but basically he was being unfaithful. Right. But here's the thing. That's like a singular scene and they don't make a big point. And there's nothing that separates visually. There's nothing that separates Abernathy from every other extra behind like background player. They all are dressed the same. They're all like, yeah, and so like he's Abernathy's like, okay, he's one of the pe- background people like, oh, who has a line. Guard. I was like, oh, he's just a guard. <laughs> like, right. I, don't, I don't know who the fuck this dude is. Right, so it's like when you when you meet, um, I don't say Hagrid because Hagrid is like, let's see, Tom. Even in Tom in the movies, they change, but. When you meet a new Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher in the original Harry Potters, there's like a, there's an introduction to, like, every character that you meet who's going to be a character, there's an introduction to them as, like, a main person, a main character, and also there's, like, the styling, the the set design, like, there are ways in which you're, like, you need to pay attention to who this person is that they didn't do in the first movie for Abernathy, so when he comes back up in this one, I'm like, I don't, okay. Abernathy? It's just like, what's Robertson? No, 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 Bingley. The, yeah. I only know Bingley's name because she shares a name with the 
main character from Jane Austen. Like, I don't know who this man is. I'm so sorry to this man. <laughs> if I saw him walking down the street, would no thing. Not a single thing. Um, so now it's time for him to answer for his crimes in Europe. And in my situation, I, like, I just feel like, why move him? Like, why not just have him answer for his crimes internationally with the International Federation of Wizards in, in New, New York. York? Like, why are you transporting this dude? This doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> I will say this. We should maybe count... Or try to not say this doesn't make sense. That's, we can count it, but right. I'm not going to not say it. All right. <laughs> this doesn't make Cause, sense count. Because I, <laughs> I don't think I could do that. I just truly don't. Yeah. Um, okay, so as they reach the door, Abadassi turns and acknowledges them. Um, and it's like the prisoner is secured and ready to travel. Uh, Spielman is like, you've thrown everything at him, I see. It was necessary, said Pickering. He's extremely powerful. We've had to change his guard three times. He's very persuasive. So we removed his tongue. And so... So... Okay? Like, I just... I don't... So we removed his... It's just so... Like, I have seen this movie before, and it was done better. Or, like, I've seen the scene in a different movie where it made sense. And I knew, I knew what was going on. I was like, oh shit, y'all moved his tongue. That's crazy. In this case, I'm just like, I don't care. And then on top of that, he's persuasive. So what magic is this? Is this like Lorelai from S.H.I.E.L.D.? Remember that one time the Asgardian dropped down? And the, the first episode where Lady Sif was like a, a, a character on guess S.H.I.E.L.D. That. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Thank you. On S.H.I.E.L.D. And it was like to find that one lady, uh, Lorelai, who would like, Get all the men. men. Yeah, yeah, and was like with cause and in the way that they Oh yeah, they did the same thing with, with Loki too. Thing. The yeah, yeah, yeah the mouth. thing with the mouth. Although with Loki it was just because he was being annoying. But yeah. like but yeah, it was like the same like the case for your mouth because like you do that and you so I'm like, is he He's like a guardian? siren? Like like I just, She's a siren. What is what magic is that? Like and not that, that not that it can't not that he can't have that magic, but it's not one that we've seen before. And so I would want to know what that is, and I would want that to be explained, and, like, how does that work within the magical world that we're in? Not that it's not believable, but, like, what does that mean? And then how do we, like, we don't even really see it happen. We just see him save shit, and people are like, wow, that's crazy. Like, it's not, we don't actually see him being persuasive. They just force the characters to follow him because that's what makes sense for the plot for them and not necessarily because he's actually saying anything. Well, also, it's like, you remove his tongue, but why couldn't you just have him, um, so, have him in solitary confinement or something like that? Right, like, I just, Um, where, like, yeah, I guess he could still charm the guards, but you just make the guards have on earplugs or something. Like, I don't know. I feel like the thing is that they want to make it seem like with, with Tom Riddle, too, like, he's so persuasive and he, there's a way about him and he's charming and you get people like him. But that takes time. And, like, right. and like six, the, way that, the way that Tom did, did that was different from the way that they're trying to make it seem Yeah, like it seems like he's, he's convincing people to join his side through magic and not through, like, convincing them. Because the convincing part would, like, one... I mean, this goes into, like, do your auras already have, like, some, like leanings towards that ideology, right. and so it's easier to, like, you know, convince them to your side or whatever, but, yeah, it, it's, it's very, and it's also, it's very, like, we said it, so that's what it is. Right. 
and it's yeah, and then we don't actually see it. Right. So it just it's like. Um. So, the hilarious thing is like in the chat they're trying to think about like sensible ways to move him. Mm-hmm. So Latte is like, why couldn't they just put him in a moody trunk? Mm-hmm. Um, Kim, they couldn't use a port key to transfer him. Um. And like port keys, um, can be like the Greyhound stops along the way. Bianca says he's a succubus. That is different. Yikes. And if he was a succubus, one, the male version of a succubus is an incubus. Love that band. Either way, um, burn it. But burn him. if he was either one of them things, how is he being able to? There's a physicality involved. That. There's a physicality oh. there. Bianca's like part vampire. I don't know, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Something. I don't know. Something. He's something. He's something. I mean, this reminds me of like how they were trying to say like during the um, red carpets or whatever. And I can't remember if it was for this movie or the one before where they were like, it had to be this one because Grindelwald wasn't really in the last one. Um, where they were like, oh, he's like much more. T-. Because the thing is, is like, they were trying to make him seem like a more compelling villain than Voldemort because he's coming after Voldemort in our timeline. Yeah. When the reality is Voldemort was supposed to be more, much compar- more powerful, yeah. and much more scary than Grindelwald. But that's like the risk you run when you make prequels. Yeah. Is like, and it really the thing is, is like it's not really like it. It's really it's less about the villain and more about the stakes. And that's mm-hmm. and I think that that's kind of the problem that they ran into is they were trying to make Grindelwald more scary without like actually doing that work. Uh, yeah, when they could have sure. just made him really scary for the time and made the stakes like high in a way that is different from the like original series. Um, so that's I think that's what they're trying to do here, but again, it doesn't make sense because we don't know what the magic is, what the rules are, what like how it's actually working, and then we don't actually see it in action, or at least not in a way that like yeah is compelling. It's just like. DJ also makes the point that the, if she says, like, the people that Grindelwald's able to, like, convince are willing, knowledgeable Nazis, then all the people, all the people in the real world who identify with Grindelwald, like the people who identify with Death Eaters, will be upset. Mm-hmm. Um, which is the whole, like, it's more upsetting to call a racist a racist than, like, the right. racist shit that they actually do. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> DJ said, I accidentally found myself at a Nazi rally. Good people on both sides. Right. Like, which is true, but, like, there is, I mean, there's a lot of, like, writing and, histor- like, historical stuff with the Nazi party about how it was a lot of, not Nazis, but, like, you know, and we see this in our own world, like, you know, America first, America only, and, like, you know, caring, like, appealing to people's selfish nature and making an enemy of the other in a way in which, like, they're not going to go to the rallies and they don't they don't morally agree with, like, killing people, right. but they do agree with, like, forcibly removing them from their quote-unquote country. Mm-hmm. So I think that there are ways in which, and, like, there's plenty of, like, things she could draw from to, like, make that, a, like, allegory and right. illusion. And to have those layers. Which, what she does with Queenie, like, that could have been... <laughs> well, she doesn't uh, no fucking sense woo. on so many levels. That, but she like, could have, we could have been at a place in which, like, okay, there are, like, I found myself drawn to the more, like, 
the less extreme but co- more culturally acceptable arguments, and then all oh oh God now he's drawn this line and really shown us who he is. Right. But I picked my side. Right. You know what I mean? Which is like we like you see this with like our. You know, the resident in the White House right now, there are tons of Republicans who think he's a bad president, but also want their team to win. And their team winning is more important than, like, how bad he is as a president. Like, them being right or them being the winners and owning the libs is more important. So they're able to, like, justify, explain away, or more than likely just ignore all the shit that's going on. And, like, she could write that if she wanted to spend the time doing that and doing that, that. And yeah if she wanted to like really yeah do some actual work yeah then she could the yeah. slow burn into full nazism says right. bianca which, which yeah is yeah um okay so scene four makusa cells uh so cells resembling cages rise and hears prisoners chant and bang against the bars as the bound grindelwald is transported upstairs suspended magically in midair um, and so they're chanting Grindelwald, Grindelwald. And so I'm like, so Makusa has Azkaban under, like, like it's it's just one building? I'm thinking, like, he's in a separate cell that they just hold him in in the office. Yeah, like a jail. Like, the difference between a jail and a prison. And a prison. But nah, like, Makusa is built on top of their prison. Which in seems, the middle of New York. Seems. Super inefficient. Inefficient, dangerous. Um, not, I, I don't really believe in, like, whatever. But it just feels... It like a sense. security risk. It's yeah, it's inefficient. A necessary security it, it, risk. It is truly. <laughs> it just um, feels like they could not. They could not. Um, so scene five, Makuza rooftop, uh, a hearse-like black carriage drawn by eight thestrals. This is the second beast that we're seeing now. Um, not and everything a new is beast. so dark. They're everything's not, black. Everything's dark. Yeah. Everything's like nighttime. Yeah. Dark and gray. Um, these aren't new beasts, but I counted them anyway because they're new to Fantastic Beasts, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but we don't need to learn about them. Orders one and two climb onto the driver's seat. I also love, like, okay, it's a carriage. It's 1920. They had cars. Like, just, I mean, but I guess, like, um, they still have carriages they in do still have the carriages. Wizarding World, like, in, like, the original series. Yeah. Um, so I could see... Yeah. I'm not that mad at that. Other than, like, it feels very much, it's just like the Bobatan, Bobatan's like, yeah, it is thing, which is fine, but it, yeah. I'm almost not mad at it. It's what, it's, it's the reason, the reason I'm mad at it, the fact that it's a carriage happens because of what happens next. But if it was just a carriage, that wouldn't be the issue. So, um, where they put, uh, it says, or is one and two climb on the driver's seat and the rest force Grindelwald inside. And I'm not sure. It doesn't really say, the exact number of auras, but there's a there's a grip of them. Um, yeah. Th- okay. So this is this is really confusing, and I was trying to remember what uh, what it said. Um, I was trying to remember like what it looked like in the movie, but I also it was dark, and we were watching it on our computer, and it also doesn't again does not make more sense watching it than reading it. It's about the same, if not less, sense reading it. Yeah. So it, I don't know. Um, so there's two in the driver's seat, and there's the rest, but we just don't know how many. Um, so Spielman is like, we, the wizarding community worldwide owes you a great debt, Madam President, even though she didn't actually do anything. Mm-mm. So I don't know. Like, they just, everybody keeps like giving um, 
everybody keeps giving people like credit and like thanking them for shit that they haven't done. Um, Hickory's like, do not underestimate him, which like I just don't understand why that needs to be a warning if this is like this dude has been who's been wreaking havoc on Europe specifically for all this time. Yeah. Um, so Abernathy approaches and says, We found his wand hidden away. And so like, where did you find the wand and when? Like, didn't wasn't the wand with like wouldn't he have had the wand when he got captured and then they took the wand from him? Isn't that usually what happens? I didn't understand any of this. I didn't so understand I just, any like, of this wand stuff. Makes any sense? Because like, why would you oh, be let like, me oh, the thing. Yeah. it doesn't make oh. sense, count. Oh, oh, you're making it. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. Um, um, here I can. I know you gotta. Sorry. No, it's cool. Um. um okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I just I. It, the one thing doesn't make any sense because, like, you should, like, part of, I mean, okay, granted, I don't know how the American, like, uh, I'm gonna pin this actually. Oh, uh, for um, I don't, I don't know how, like, the American justice system works, obviously, like, this is the first thing we're learning about it, but, like, I know with the Ministry of Magic in Britain, like, somebody gets arrested, their wand gets taken immediately, right? Like, whether they should do that or not, like, they do. They snap it. Sometimes it's premature, but they get the wand. That's like right. the first step is we taking your wand, we confiscating it, we might destroy it. He, they just find the, this dude has been locked up for six months, and they just found it hidden away. Where we don't know. Yeah. When was it hidden away? When did you find it? We and there's know. a whole thing in the battle in which like Queenie, I think, got his wand. So in like the transferring of like evidence or something, he got his wand back. Because when they took him away at the end of Fantastic Beast, he like he was in a duel. That's how he got captured. So they got his wand. Like you know what I mean? It wasn't like the the police show up on the scene and he like tossed the gun and went back. For, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I just, yeah. I just don't get it. And then and then he's like, and then Hickory goes or he hands over a black rectangular box. Goes pick or Hickory goes Abernathy. And I don't remember like what her face looked like here because mm-hmm. <laughs> I just I don't understand why she then is questioning and then he says and we found this and I'm just like so you're not gonna say what it is it's a vial of some glowing gold substance in the palm of his hand Spielman gets it and it hangs on a chain and then after a moment of hesitation Abernathy releases it we don't know what the what's in the vial we don't know what it does why it's important or anything it was just a vial that they found but where did you find it why did you test it with your potion potioneers that they look at it and tell you what it is if you didn't know what it is why are you just passing it off is it evidence or something like what like what is it and for what reason are they just taking it and not asking questions am i supposed to supply answers to that no i just i just don't it's like it's what's wild is that like fantastic piece we said like okay this doesn't make sense this is stupid but like this is page five <laughs> and there are all i already have like about the same amount of questions that I had for that entire last movie. Yeah. On page five. Yeah. And then because, again, she's just throwing things in for the plot and not actually like thinking about. But why it's not it even makes sense like literally. So I think she was throwing things in for the plot in Fantastic Beasts. In this movie, she's throwing things in for the spectacle because yes, this right. doesn't really have any bearing on the plot Honestly, or lack thereof. This entire there is section no plot. we're reading 
is all for spectacle. It's all for spectacle. There's no reason for any of it to happen. The other problem and what's about to happen here is that there are, and we saw this in Fantastic Beasts too, but in this one, it like is every scene basically there is an easy and logical, and, and you know we we have like this joke about like if it, if it's logical it doesn't belong in the Wizarding World, right. but that's for like bigger mystery things like this is like every day the way that your body and brain talk to each other Mm -hmm. logic of you found this they hold up a glowing gold substance i'm like is it felix philosis like what the fuck is it it they never tell us what it is but they what they do do is um spillman takes it puts it in his pocket and then gets in the carriage with grindelwald as opposed to being like, okay, well, this could be evidence or something, or let's figure out what let's this is. Madam is. President, who's not going to be in this thing. No, she does, all she says is Abernathy. He doesn't respond to her. He doesn't say nothing. Mm-hmm. And then she leaves. Like, so Spillman climbs in the carriage. R01 is driving. R02 is beside him. The door closes. A series of padlocks emerges from the carriage doors. Um, an ominous drum roll of clicks as padlocks fasten themselves, whatever. Special but also, off. sorry. Uh-huh. Spillman climbs into the carriage. Or one is driving, or two is beside him. There's two ors that are the thing, and so then there's. But there are also ors inside the carriage. Inside the carriage, and then there's ors on brooms surrounding the carriage. carriage. Yes, Um, the carriage plummet soars away through torrential rain. So of course it's also raining, in addition to it being extremely dark and the. But it was not even. In sorry, in in my memory of the movie, it it was like it was dark. It was at night, but it was not like they weren't wearing coats. It wasn't like misty, like you know, and it's like a no. It's like literally as it starts, as they as they start to take off, it's raining now, (laughs) and it's like a torrential downpour. In a way, which like I'm sure happens, but it's not doesn't happen often. I and you're flying, so you fly through rain. Like I don't know if you've ever been on a plane and you get caught in a rainstorm. But the rain ends because you've been moved past the clouds. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not going that fast. Um, so Abernathy, step, Abernathy steps forward holding the Elder Wand. So, like, wait. And didn't Tina so snap that shit? Or no, new? They, nobody snapped the Elder Wand. Tina but, had the Elder Wand, but I'm assuming that she gave it to Makuza. Like, I assume so because that's, that's and her job. And it should job. be locked into, so like, an, locked up. an so Evelyn fault. he's or? like, we found his wand hidden away. Hands over the black rectangular box um, and the vial. But I guess he, so he has the, so Abernathy has the Elder Wand. Which it calls it, they call it the Elder Wand here. In the movie, I guess we would know because it's, it, in the original series, it's Dumbledore's wand. So it's like the knobby, like, mm-hmm. thing. So, um, so, like, we would also recognize it as the Elder Wand. What? Dumbledore, when he beat Grindelwald in the duel, keep the wand because that was his boo-thing. Like, when Harry gets the Elder Wand, he picks up his wand. And the Elder Wand, or whatever makes it the, the Elder Wand, isn't the physical wand because the allegiances flip around. I think at that around. point, they probably still... I think we only know about that later in terms of allegiances of the Elder Wand. That kind of... that All that is, like, yeah. Harry kind of figures But out. I also want to make this when known sense, that even... If we didn't figure this out till Harry's time, in this time, the other one should answer to Newt or Tina. I forget which one know. took it. Oh, at that point, no, because I think he dropped it. I don't think he was. I don't think it was. He was disarmed, which is, I think is different, but I don't know. 
Because, like, with, with Harry and Draco, like, he snatched it out of his hand. He didn't just pick it up off the floor. Okay. You know? Um, either way. I, Bianca said man's read books on Wagadoo and is going wampus. <laughs> so. And, um. And then Latte says, "It he's persuasive, so he gets it back, dot, 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 from someone. And we'll figure out who is, like, messing with. Yeah, okay, who, so, so Abernathy yeah. has the Elder Wand. He looks up at the carriage, growing even, small, even smaller, and disapparates. To the underside of the carriage, because, I mean, this man has mastered the 3Ds, okay? Like, Determination, got it. Deliberation, deliberation, and... Destination. Destination. He got it. He said, "I can to a midair, to a to a car." Got you. Um, Spillman and Grindelwald sit, eyes locked, flanked by ours, all pointing their wands at Grindelwald. Grindelwald's wand box lies on Spillman's lap. But Spillman wasn't like, "Yo, why did Abernathy just dip? Was he supposed to?" I dip? don't think Abernathy was supposed to come with them. Abernathy so why did he was, get in the thing? No, Abernathy didn't get in the carriage. Spielman got in the carriage. Abernathy stayed on the roof and then apparated under the carriage. Oh. Yes. Okay. And he was just passing. He was helping. He Pickery. gave him the stuff yeah. after Pickery was like, Abernathy. Because I read it like he gave them the stuff and then they both got in the carriage. No, and I was no, like, no. the Abernathy though. just stayed with, or allegedly stayed with Serapina, but Serapina went inside because it started raining. She was like, my edges. And then he um, disapparated to the underside. Of the carriage. Right, right, right. Um, right, 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 right. So, Spillman holds up the vial, dangling it from his chain, and says, no more silver tongue, eh? But why? Why are like, you mocking so corny. Like, a I mass just murder? Do not, like, for what reason? Just don't say nothing. But Grindelwald is transforming. So, it's still, so, like, so this is, like, so this is where I had a bunch of questions. So, like, so was it Polyjuice, and did they not know, and why wouldn't they know, and how does this make sense, and what is the point? Because I just so he's um, transforming the vial. I still don't know what the vial is. Like we still don't know what the vial is. I don't know that it's polyjuice. But why would it be polyjuice, girl? For what reason? Because they're not about to use it. He's transforming. Six. Abernathy is also transforming. His hair is turning blonde. Because Abernathy, it it must have been polyjuice. Abernathy is Grindelwald and has been Grindelwald. Yes. And Grindelwald is Abernathy and has been. Yes. But here's my other thing. Polyjuice potion takes, what, four months to make? Three months to make? Um, no, just a month. A month? Okay. Yeah. And then you need a bit of someone's hair. Yeah. And then it lasts for... So I think what they're saying is... So, so, at, so, so Grindelwald got Abernathy. Right. Like, and then I had Abernathy go make some polyjuice or steal some polyjuice. You know, like, they could have just... No, no, no. Stories. I get this... That's, that's not the, the, the getting of the polyjuice isn't really yeah. the thing. And then it it when when Moody is doing this, he is he is the flask is glued to him. Yes. It's like every hour on the hour, yes. whatever. Grindelwald is in prison. Yep. And so is it uh, some other person transporting the polyjuice, or is Abernathy going to visit Grindelwald every couple no, like no, no, multiple no, no, times no, no, no. a day? Abernathy and Grindelwald switch. So right. Abernathy as Grindelwald is sitting there in the chain with the Chupacabra and Grindelwald is just out there like Abernathy. Right. And then maybe he now can get has a sort of apology so when he, it's time for Grindelwald to eat, he's like, here's some apology. But it, so no one's checking on Abernathy sitting in the chains in the 
prison? No, because they, ain't gotta, they, they don't got to feed him. They think it's criminal. That's what I'm saying. Like maybe he also, sending, they both have to take the polyjuice. What I'm saying is maybe they're sending Abernathy, who was really Grindelwald. No, I get that. Okay. But they don't find that strange that they're sending one person multiple times a day to the silver tongue fox. Or whatever. I don't even think she thought about it. And my, they're my not, question. Abernathy don't go home to his family. He ain't got kids. No, he got a wife. He ain't got kids. He ain't got nowhere to go. There he already did it with Graves, who I don't think was taking polyjuice. It's not clear, because Graves, with Graves, was he taking polyjuice potion? We don't know. Right. I don't think or so, because then just, Graves... I think they were using the, bolt, the, the the spell the tram- for child. Oh, my God. <laughs> each other. Um, oh, my God. My main question, though. Oh, my God is why is Grindelwald apparating to the underside of the carriage instead of just apparating away? Because he's already escaped. He's no longer, he's on the roof by himself. The carriage done carried off with his decoy. Pickery's back in her office. And his decoy was man enough to get his tongue cut out. Like, like so he's, he's, he's ready to die. He's, he's not going to speak on nothing. He right. can't. He can't talk. It's, it's a wrap on him. It's, that's not on that. So he needs to get you, his wand he back. Has, no, he has the Elder Wand. No, he gave it to Spillman. No, he gave Spillman the wand box. Remember, Abernathy is right. holding the Elder Wand and then apparates to the other side of the carriage. Plot twist, it's Grindelwald the whole time with the Elder Wand apparating to the underside of the carriage okay. instead of away. Well, I have an answer to that question, even though I didn't understand what was going on, but mm-hmm. I do know the answer to that question. Spectacle. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very much so, because again, the rest of this, there's no reason for it to happen plot-wise, because he literally could just leave. Also, we're about to get into the sequence of nonsensical magic that bothers. Like, I didn't realize, in the same way I didn't realize, like, how much I went for Insecure until it was gone for over a year and it came back. And I was like, I actually really do fuck with this show, like, mm-hmm. hardcore. And that was surprising to me. It does. I'm excited about it. Um, so this is the last dance that's on right now. It's okay. Um... Every time you say I the last dance, I know what it is, but then in my head, I think save, save the, the last, last dance, dance, and I'm like, why? I was like, that that movie is always out. You can find that anywhere. <laughs> I was like, why is today important? Because I'm ready to shit on you. Michael Jackson. No, yes, um, but, but, yes. Anyway. I didn't realize until this movie how important magic with rules was. Mm. The that, loosest yeah. of rules or whatever. Because, like, you you do get caught up in the spectacle. But once you realize that nothing means anything, anything. I mean, you're like... takes you out. I mean, that's one of my issues with, like, fan service in general. Yeah. Um, and, like, the thing is, is, like, it shouldn't even be called fan service. Because at, the, at that point... Like, no one I, asked for this. No one asked for it. You're not really serving the fans. You're trying to give the little ha-has, like, Easter eggs and whatever. But they're not actually doing anything because they're not serving... Like, the reason the fans like the thing is because of the plot and the story. And so, like... I think about, like, Game of Thrones and, like, um, Cursed Child and Fantastic Beasts and where they do these things. And I'm like, but who is this actually servicing? As opposed to, like, Boruto, for example. And I am not caught up by any means. Because I usually, when I, um, well, I take long breaks so that I can, like, binge later. Mm -hmm. Um, But the stuff that I have read and watched of Boruto is definitely fan service because they're definitely like hey haha look at like these kids that you grew up with as adults and like they're doing their thing and like oh snap they're about to have the same they're about to have this fight that's parallel to the first fight they had together or some shit and you're like yo that's amazing but at the same time there's still story happening there's still plot happening the rules of the world still are there you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. so like then you're fine with just being like well now we're just here to like squee and like who gives a fuck because we we're still following the story as opposed to in this case they're just like 
wow, here, just yeah. take it. We're just gonna, and like, woohoo, apparating, and like, oh yeah, that's probably just potion. Like, it just is like. I mean, it's very much like in Cursed Child, the second part two of Cursed Child, when it was like, and he's here, and they're here, right. and they're here, and, like, and Neville, oh, though we're not gonna like, see Neville, and it was just, just gonna like, name drop him, and so then you're just like, okay, are we supposed to just be like, woo, every time you say something, every yeah. time you mention this thing, every time the hound finally has a conversation with like, who do you talk to? You talk to like, Tormund or some shit, and it's like, I don't give a fuck, like, who are, like, who are they to each other? Nobody. Why are we even on this mission? Like, I, like, it just, just feels like there are ways to do it, and this is not the way. Truly. Yes. But. Scene eight. <laughs> Sorry, I just read Maggie's. Maggie's. Yeah, I've. Um, scene eight, special drawn carriage night. Abernathy adjusts his grip underneath the carriage. His face, too, oh, yeah. is changing. Yeah, we did that part. Oh, we did that part. Yeah, um, scene right. nine. Scene nine. Yeah. Um, Grindelwald's rapid transformation into a tongueless Abernathy is almost complete. Spillman shocked. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. You're okay. Catch up. Um, scene 10, still nighttime, now fully transformed. This part is where God, I had to take a break. And I was like, it's, it is, well, I took it on page 10 after this. I, like, I read this, and then I was like, no. I have to take a break. Um, so Grindelwald disapparates from under from the underside of the carriage and apparates next to the driver's seat, where he is spotted by Auras 1 and 2, who are driving the carriage. Mm-hmm. Grindelwald then points his wand at the carriage reins, turning the black ropes into living snakes that ensnare Aura 1, so he falls from the carriage. You know what would have been quicker? About a cadaver? That or I was thinking, um, what's the stupefy? Stupefy, and mm-hmm. they flies off. Um, back through the night, past broomstick riders, Grindelwald casts another spell, so the black ropes of the reins bind or two like a chrysalis, launching him forward in the air, then slingshotting him back to knock or three and four from the threshold drawn carriage. Um, and they fall away into darkness. You know what else would have happened, would have been worked, and we knew is as a spell. Wingardium Levios or Levy Corpus, sorry. Levy Corpus and then throw them at the people. Cool. Yeah. Um, it's just, so like, these are not spells. They're not spells that we know. They're not spells that we know. It'd be cool if maybe he, he doesn't say one. a spell. So, and that's one of the, that's one of the things. And I feel like I may have said this before, but like, so Half Blood Prince, when they start learning, um, like, how to, like, yeah. non verbal spells. Non verbal spells. Um, as far as like the books go in the series, it makes sense because it's like, yeah, that would be the next step. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and, you, and, and in, in the universe, and in the universe, you don't want to telegraph what you're what doing. You're gonna do, especially if you're in a duel. And in the book, you're still reading what the spell it is that they're doing. Yeah. Whereas in this case, it just gives David Yates all the license he has to just make more flashes and bangs and which, and whoosh, and like dark smoke, white smoke. Wow. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like, it, it gives the, it like takes away again, like the whimsy. Um, the whimsy and also the, the rules. The it rules. gives them a shortcut. It gives you, or if you're able to circumvent all that stuff because nobody knows what you're saying or doing. So, oh well, who cares? Um, also, again, he's doing all this shit and it's supposed to like look cool, I guess. But it, the whole time I'm just like, why, why? are you here? <laughs> yeah, like you could have been left. Why? Why? Um, so scene eleven. Uh, this is my favorite part. Ray, all wands reverse their direction inside the carriage and da- jab dangerously at the necks of Spillman and the two remaining R's. So there, so I'm, so like, I think there are two R's flanking Grindelwald and mm-hmm. two flanking Spielman. 
and then the two that are flanking Grindelwald are on Grindelwald's side because there are still remaining Aurors inside. Is that what's happening? Like, how many Aurors I think there are were just the two flanking Grindelwald and then Spillman. I don't think there. I think there's only two extra Aurors. No, but there. No, but the thing is, is like all wands. I think that means Spillman's wand included and. How? All of the wands. The two Aurors wands? wands and Spillman's wand. Oh, no, girl. Oh, no. Spill, and then Spillman's wand melts into dust. What spell is this? What magical world are this we in? This is not a thing, nor should it be a thing. This is not there is no, a thing. There is no spell in which you can melt wands. Because what's the point of a duel? If you know that spell... If you just look, you can just, just look at him and be like... Melting wands. Lapidus This is literally what? Charlie X from Star Trek. I've only watched like five original series Star Trek episodes, but this is, like, one of the early ones. His name's Charlie X, and he has the ability to, like, he's got telekinesis or telepathic. The one where you can move stuff. Telekinesis. Um, and it's funny as heck. He goes, that's how they do it. You want to do it again? You see it? You want to do it again? Because, you know, it's the 60s, and they don't have, they don't have budget for anything. Um, anyway. Podcast. Y'all couldn't see that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> This is not a thing that should work in this world it because breaks so, it, it like breaks so up. many rules yeah, and plots and, and plots storylines. It it makes it makes wands meaningless. Yeah. And also, like it melts into dust. There's no. It just it disintegrates. There's no like if wands are channeling your magic, carrying your magic, it should it should at least explode. Right. If there's like I like to think of it as like if there's energy in a thing, there's built up energy, it doesn't just melt away. Like if you if you melt a gun or I don't know, whatever, and there's gunpowder in the gun, there's going to be an explosion. It just is like even the way that this works, it doesn't work. Yeah. It it is Bianca said, Vetus Lapidus, or would it be Yeetus It's definitely Yeetus Lapidus. But no, that's, that's, what, that's what he used for that for that one R on the thing that he... That he yeeted, he yeeted into the other yeeted, Ors. And then slingshot into the other Ors? That was Yeetus That was Yeetus Lapidus. It was. Um, the carriage block, rocks dangerously. Both doors open. As Grindelwald's head appears at the window, a pan, the panicking Spillman opens the wand box on his lap, and the Chupacabra links out. Leaps out, sinks its fangs deep into Spellman's neck. So, did no one realize that it was a creature in the wand box and not a wand? Like, the weight on that had to have been... Did, like, the, the, the chupacabra is not the length and in, in width. Like, My width, thing is the width. width of, of a wand. How would it even fit in the wand box to begin with? But, like, how did you pick up that box and was like, oh, yeah bet this is definitely what my wand feels like that's the balance i have so he uh he wrestles it um so basically so this is grindelwald's pet that was he was arrested that he wasn't arrested with but somehow they found it and then put him in the same jail cell with it or maybe it was also a criminal and then they bonded this is this this is why he didn't dip because he had to get antonio no no chupacabra left that's not why so the vial falls on the floor Grindelwald drives the carriage down to, into the Hudson River, chased by the R's on broomsticks. Um, he touches the Elder Wand to the river, and at once the inside of the carriage begins to fill with water. So he's water bending, but 
then he lifts the carriage back up into the air. So I guess he's trying to fill the carriage with water, and then he's, he's trying, trying to, to drown, drown him while he's also escaping. Um, submerged in the water, the two R's, Spillman and Abernathy, hold their breath. Spillman attempts to grab the vial, but why is the vial important? What is the vial? Who gives a fuck about the vial? Um, Abernathy, with his hand still bound, manages to capture it in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, scene 14. Still driving the carriage, Grindelwald swirls his wand in the air toward the surrounding storm clouds. One by one, forks of lightning strike the broomstick riders. And I am now offended beyond no, belief because no. Grindelwald is not Thor. Never has Thor been. Azula, the other one is not Mjolnir. Or Ozai or Iroh. He does not have it. This, no. He does not have the juice. No. And all of this extra when he could have just apparated the fuck away. Like, I just, all of this. It really could have been like, oh, oh sneaky. It was Aber- it was Grindelwald the whole time, and now he's gone. <laughs> like, But instead, we have to see this bullshit that breaks all of the rules of Harry Potter. Bianca says this scene has gone on for far too long. Yes. And Maggie says Grindelwald is the avatar, apparently. Apparently. So, like, that's what we're learning here. Water bending. Lightning. Lightning bending. Fire bending. Yeah, fire bending. Sure. Bending lightning here. With the earth. Just give him a second. Give him a second. Yeah, he's going to get there. Um, he's so, a, kind of air bending. He's flying. Yeah, I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> he's Yetus Lapidusing people. Yeah, he's definitely, he's got it together. Or he, apparently he's got it together, but he's doing this for the drama just as much as J.K. Rowling is, apparently. So oh scene 15. Grindelwald appears at the door and nods to Abernathy. Throws the door open so water pours out along with the two remaining R's, but not Abernathy or Spillman, I guess. Grindelwald so just, just sweeps away the people he doesn't need. Uh, Grindelwald clambers inside, retrieves the vial from Abernathy's mouth, casts a spell that grant, grants Abernathy a new forked tongue. So I guess this is like Wormtail's hand? But yes. Like, he's like, fork tongue? Like, what? What? And then he says, you have joined a noble cause, my friend. So here's my other thing. <sighs> Sorry, I'm just... So, you... You can't heal magical maladies or whatever, magical injuries. So this does make sense um, in terms of, like, giving him a new tongue, like, magicking him a new tongue. But why is it forked? Because... Why, does, why wouldn't he just give him a he, tongue? It's, it's uh, symbolic of the fact that he was double-crossing Methuselah and he was lying to... Serafina about polypupil? I don't know. But it is looks it practical? Cool. No, it's not practical. The fact, none of this is practical. <laughs> we were going back, like, we were going on practicality. None of this would be here. Yep. Um, so then Grindelwald rips the chupacabra off of Spillman. It rubs his bloody face affectionately against his hand. He says, I know. Okay, I know, Antonio. Grindelwald is mute now. He looks at it with distaste, says, so needy, and then flings Antonio out of the fucking carriage. So this is not, Antonio is not his beginning. So this is, I was like, I know, okay, I know Antonio. Grindelwald um, is Antonio, his Nagini. Flings out the window. Damn. No, no. And this is like, this is, like, they're trying to show that he's, like, even more detached than Voldemort. And, like... But why? Like, why even give him the chupacabra that was not in the last movie and that we did not see and that had they had no bond or nothing happening to then introduce him at because the beginning of the movie? Fantastic. There's a quota of beef. Beef need to be shown. Oh, yeah, and then there's also a chupacabra Funko Pop, so that's what it was. It was really for the pop. 
Yeah. So that's what it was for. It was for the money. They don't the care. They did it for the money. Yeah. It ain't fair. They this did it for the money. This is Fantastic Beasts. The bag of Anything for money. They lie it's to like, you. They lie for you. Uh, Even make the magic make no sense. Um, <laughs> melt some wands. He blasts Philman magically through the open door, tosses a wand after him. For what reason? Why is there even extra wands? Spillman falls. He manages to seize the wand and conjures an, invisibly, an invisible slowing charm. So I'm assuming it's a rest of momentum, but whatever. He kept, he sinks slowly toward the sea, watching the carriage streak away in the direction of the And like, if Grindelwald is some awful him? person, why save him? Or why, give him the is, opportunity yeah, to save him? Why is Grindelwald giving him specifically the opportunity to like live when he just To go back and tell calm? them what happened here. Oh, I just don't care. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. You've told them what has happened here. There's no reason for it. Especially after you flung the chupacabra away. There's really no reason for it. Who's your MVP? I mean, nobody. Nina Lima. This is really pretty. It is pretty. Um, it kind of, it's, you know, it is very similar to the first book, but it, you know, there's subtle differences. Um, the color scheme is different. Um, so, you know, Nina Lima. Um, Bianca MVP's grimacing face. <laughs> Maggie MVP's Antonio, who was just minding its own business. That's true. I Antonio mean, did not ask for this. That's true. Silence on the rest in the rest of the. <laughs> I mean, I, and I said MVP if you're into that sort of thing. So I you know, one of these times I might have an MVP, but I haven't had one for a couple weeks at this point, <laughs> and I just, I'm sick. I just because nobody wins. It's all stupid. Benched. The American Ministry of Magic. <laughs> First, it was literally. Means, can we just? But also, like, for being so, we've kept this dude for six months. We're talking about how you don't underestimate him. We had to switch the guard, but still, this dude was somehow able to switch out with another nigga, and then somehow, like, even and then got that dude's tongue cut out, and then let him escape with his chupacabra and his elder wand. What? Talk about pickery. We owe we owe you a debt for what you've done for the world, and this dude just like has escaped already. This whole time has been escaped. I and did and she didn't even catch like Abernathy wasn't acting the same as Graves. Like, was there no connections? Because you've been hanging out with Graves this whole time, and you didn't see like oh dang, he Abernathy literally did the same thing. He did the exact back to back. same thing, <laughs> and she didn't catch it both <sighs> times. I will say, I've been thinking about this. I actually really appreciated the American Ministry of Magic title card when we started watching it because it immediately, like, I, I was skeptical, okay? I'm not going to lie. Um, Delia had watched it on bootleg after we were already like, nah, F that, we're not doing this. Um, I'd heard things. I'd seen Fantastic Beasts, and so I knew I wasn't interested. Yeah. Like, I knew that, like, I was not, this was not a story that was touching my soul. Yeah. But I also was like, you know what? If this is what gets you, or it's a spectacle, it's fun, it's whatever, it's a blockbuster movie, cool. And then they announced Johnny Depp, and I was like, yeah, I'm definitely just not, it's not my bag, okay? Yeah. Um, and we decided to watch it, and the opening title card said American, American Ministry of Magic. Magic, and I was like, oh, bet, I know what's happening here. Nothing, nothing, nothing good, no. nothing physical. This is going to be on How Did This Get Made. Great podcast, by the way. Um, that's what this is. And so I appreciated American Ministry of Magic for off top, just being like, this is where we are. 
You know what I mean? There are a lot of times when you go in and you start watching or reading or consuming a piece of media and you're like halfway through and you're like, oh no, Chris Child a little bit. You you caught on quicker than me. I, I had hope. <laughs> this is also post-Chris Child, so I don't have any hope left. Yeah, I was going to say, by this point, like... My hope was dead. Yeah. Um, I didn't have any benefits of the doubt, so I had no benefits to left give. to give. Yeah. Um, but I was like, no, you know what? She's, she might be doing something here. And then I wasted all hours, hours until I was like, yeah. oh, this, this is this, garbage. This time it definitely... This lets you know. this first 16 scenes, which is really good. Yeah, like, the first two. scene. I mean, the first scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Opening right. shot. American Ministry of Magic. Yeah, and you're like, oh, nope, this is... Garbage. We know what this is. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I appreciated that, at least. Um, who else is bench? Okay, so Maggie benches the producers and writers who went for a cash grab with no interest in genuinely expanding the Wizarding World in a way that rewards people who want to enjoy dang magic- a dang magical movie. Bianca benches this writing and everyone involved. I don't know why I thought reading it would make it make sense. I'm still confused. I benched someone. Oh, I didn't bench anyone. I said nothing matters. <laughs> yeah, so this might be my last MVP and bench for the rest of the time. I wanted y'all to know that Mina Lima did what it had to do with, these, yeah. with this design and nothing else matters. Yeah, indeed. So... Um. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Uh, next week, we'll be discussing scenes 17 through 21 of Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald. Let us know who you think is real MVP and who's benched or don't. It's fine. But We're not going to keep track of this. Yeah, yeah, but we are interested in what you... In your thoughts on like yeah. the madness of this. Like Again, like I, like I, we've talked about, I'm pretty sure, like how like when we were watching it, how we were very confused. And I'm still confused. <laughs> and I thought like maybe... And our grandpa showed up at one point, which was crazy. It wasn't really our grandpa, but it was an older black dude with a southern accent, but they were in Paris, I think, at that point. I don't know. Or Scotland. No, I think they were in the Netherlands. I don't know. They were somewhere. They were somewhere. I did not keep track of where they were at all the whole time. Anyway, um, let us know your thoughts um, on Twitter at using the hashtag wizard team. You can add us at WeBlackNerds, but we also check the hashtag. Um, and check out our website at blackgirlscrew.org for things that are this and better than this. Mostly things that are better than this. Get a team together. Sign up for our Harry Potter trivia. We're yes. only doing the OG seven books because, yes. no, like as we said, none of this matters. None of this matters. Um, so May second, May second, be there. Four p.m. Pacific time, seven p.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the Battle for Hogwarts because it's on the anniversary of the Battle of, of Hogwarts. Battle of Hogwarts. We're yes. clever. Oh yeah, super. Clever. We're more clever than J.K. Rowling oh, yeah. at this point. Absolutely, always, <laughs> <laughs> always. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all.